From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Ohio Task Force One, the state's urban search and rescue team, along with workers from Columbus-based American Electric Power, are helping flood victims in eastern Kentucky. ONN's Dave James has more. Jim O'Connor is the Ohio Task Force One leader, which has more than 40 people in Kentucky. It's important to help people. There are people that need assistance. We have skills and abilities we can use to assist them. We're going to use those to assist people. Eric Walton is with AEP. If this was my home area, I would hope that somebody would be able to come help us out. So I'm glad that we could come down here and provide this kind of support for the good people of Kentucky. As of this morning, the flooding has killed at least 37 people. Dave James, I'm in News. While Ohio Task Force One members are still in Kentucky, other Ohioans are helping elsewhere. ONN's Andrew Kinsey explains. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources deployed six officers to New Mexico to assist with flooding issues there. The team left Friday, and this is the first time ODNR officers have been deployed to another state since 2008. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Hundreds of people, including many law enforcement officers, gathered yesterday to say goodbye to a deputy killed in the line of duty. 41-year-old Clark County Deputy Matthew Yates was shot to death last week while responding to a call near Springfield. ONN's Kevin Landers was at the memorial service. A sea of uniformed police officers filled the first Christian church in Springfield to honor Deputy Yates, who was a 15-year veteran of the Clark County Sheriff's Office. He was shot while responding to a call at a mobile home park where two other people died. His eulogy was filled with tears and laughter. Many of those who spoke say they still don't understand why him. Why would someone who touched so many lives be taken away? Those who stood on the streets to watch the hearse enter the cemetery echoed similar feelings. I just I couldn't believe that because, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see that him getting shot by anyone. I'm Kevin Landers. To the west of Columbus in London, a Madison County Sheriff's deputy has lost his battle with cancer. ONN's Richard Solomon has more. On Monday morning, Madison County Sheriff Deputy Zane Beathard, a father of six boys, passed away after a year-long battle with cancer. He had just turned 39 when he got the diagnosis last year. Flags outside of the Madison County Sheriff's Office at half-staff to honor Deputy Zane Beathard. He served in this community he loved so much for the last 11 years. Richard Solomon in London. In Northeast Ohio, the Strongsville Police Department is investigating a single vehicle crash that killed two people and seriously injured another early Sunday morning. ONN's Lena Lai in Cleveland has the story. It happened at the intersection of Progress and Alameda Drive. When police got there, they found a heavily damaged Toyota Camry with three victims trapped inside. 19-year-old Davian Flanagan and 20-year-old Dominic Russo were pronounced dead at the scene. A 17-year-old girl who survived was taken to Metro with serious injuries. I'm Lena Lai. Monkeypox continues to spread in Ohio with 26 confirmed cases in the state and vaccines are on the way. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. Thousands of vaccines are on the way to all 50 states, although there aren't enough doses to meet demand right now. Ohio is taking full advantage of every dose that's been allocated to our state. According to Kaiser Health, jurisdictions have requested 100 percent of doses available to us. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
Today, the special primary election in Ohio is due to an ongoing issue with the state's legislative district maps. ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. The special election is happening because state lawmakers failed to pass new district maps in time for the May primary. The maps used for this election were already rejected by the Ohio Supreme Court. Some districts are drastically different from 2020, the last time these spots were up for a vote. For example, in House District 3, in 2020, the district was near Toledo. Now that district is in Columbus. I'm Tracy Townsend. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension set by disciplinary officer Sue Robinson for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy fell far short of the one-year suspension that the NFL reportedly wanted, and it could still change. Jim Donovan is the radio play-by-play announcer for the Cleveland Browns. It could go from six to eight or even higher. At that point, well, I think we're into the lawsuit territory because if that changes and if the suspension is raised from six to eight or even higher, then I think the NFLPA and the Watson camp would immediately go to court. Watson has been accused of sexual misconduct and assault by more than two dozen women. Ohio students and their parents are gearing up for another school year, and classroom safety is a topic on everyone's mind. At the Ohio Safety Summit, which started today in Columbus, Governor Mike DeWine shared some new resources that are available to Ohio schools. ONN's Tino Ramos explains. The governor announced the new training officer for the Ohio School Safety Center and also discussed free threat assessment training that's being made available to Ohio school staff. Help to these schools in setting it up, help to them in regard to how you determine uh, when you should really become alarmed at what a child is doing or what a child is saying. The three-day summit involves a number of things for school employees that include physical training, mental training, and even cyber training, among others, to prevent violence in the schools. In Columbus, Tino Ramos. And nearly 200 K-12 through educators attended today's anti-hazing summit at Bowling Green State University. ONN's Amy Steigerwald in Toledo reports. This comes less than two years after BGSU sophomore Stone Foltz died because of an off-campus hazing party that happened. Now a mix of teachers from all across the state of Ohio, along with coaches and sorority and fraternity leaders, will be on campus. This is a free summit and it will focus on prevention, education, and the best practices to eliminate hazing as early as possible. Amy Steigerwald at Bowling Green State University. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.